I uh, got a wonderful Mao watch. And by the time I had gotten on the airplane to fly home some eight hours later, the watch had stopped working. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Welcome to Mosaic of China, a podcast about people who are making their mark in China. I'm your host, Oscar Fuchs. We're halfway through these 10 special compilation episodes from the guests of season one of the show, and I hope that by now you've gotten used to all of their voices. With any luck, you might have also been persuaded to go back and take a listen to some of the episodes that you may have missed before. If not, let me try yet again to convince you. The theme of today's episode is best and worst purchases that have been made in China. I could say that these answers paint a picture of China's shopping culture and specifically its unique e-commerce ecosystem, but actually it's more about just being nosy about what stuff people have got. Michael Z, the Instagram influencer from episode 7. Oh, best purchase is a beautiful chair from Taobao. And Taobao is an amazing online platform for those of you who don't know Chinese e-commerce, you have a direct link with the factory or the vendor or the individual selling. It doesn't come from like Amazon as such. So you can have this conversation with someone, I want to buy a sofa, um, but you don't just click the color you want. They send you the swatch and you can have this long conversation. Oh, actually, can I have it 10 centimeters longer? Can I have it a little bit deeper? Can I have it in blue? And also, can I have it this fabric? And so you can really have this conversation. We had this chair made, which is um, admittedly a knockoff of a Fenuel. Um, it was a very famous Scandinavian designer. And the original chair is something like 10 to 14,000 euros. And we had this, a knockoff commissioned in baby pink, um, beautiful soft baby pink leather for 500 pounds. Okto Chung, the fashion designer from episode 30. It's Taobao. <laughs> right. But what about the actual thing you bought? Like, do you remember, was there a really good thing or a really bad thing? Uh, you, you can find anything in there, even you applying the visa. I, I think it's so miracle because you want to apply a visa, like Vietnam or some, somewhere, you can just send your passport copy and then they send you a real actual paper directly to your home. Wow. Astrid Pokosian, the violinist from episode 4. The best purchase I've ever made so far. It's, I don't know whether you have seen, it's like an automatic wine bottle opener machine. Do you, yeah. Have you seen that thing? I have. That I think I've, I saw in China and it surprises me so much. And after that, every time I just like, just look, look, this is so cool. <laughs> I just put it and show it. Ross Coleman, the theatre producer from episode 22. I think the best revelation of how to purchase things has been the fabric market. And we have this thing in the company with all the performers, which is fabric market finery. And if you're having a house party or a little dinner event for people, then you might say, wear your best fabric market finery as if the event itself was somehow black tie. So I went and got a dress made and it's bright orange and it's made of silk and it's down to the floor and it's a copy of a dress that Aubergé gave me and it's like the size of a parachute and it's impossible to ride a bike in and I love it. Lizanthia Taylor, the pain expert from episode 28. 
The luxury of the fabric markets means I get to go and uh, have awful things made on impulse. I mean, the, when when you go, I mean, you just when you you, know, you look at something on a model or you look at a picture and you think, wow, I could have that made in my size. You really appreciate why fashion and fashion models are certain size and shapes, because <laughs> wow, when you get the proportions different, like goodness, that wasn't good. Oh, it's so funny. I went through a phrase where I used to get a lot of things tailored and a lot of mistakes happened. And now I've gone back to buying it off the rack a lot more because it, it, you, you know what you're getting and you know what the patterns will look like on your body, etc., etc. I find if I find one thing that fits somewhere else, I bring it back and then I then I get it made exactly the same ah, right. in 10 different colours. Right, right. Um, so that's, that's my hack that's around it. that. Sanford Brown, the biochemist from episode 29. Probably worst purchase I made is, you know, because China, you can get some custom-made things, right? Uh, relatively inexpensive. And I got a pair of custom-made shoes. And it was like a cartoon. They were more than four or five sizes too small. I, there was literally, I could not even put half my foot in. And we had arguments that they made them and I had to pay for them and they were fine. And it was like, fine for whom? Because it's like, it actually has to be able to fit on my foot. <laughs> Abe Deo, the tour manager from episode 27. One of the best purchases, I guess, was um, the custom made bed that we had put in the oh. apartment, the, our, our old apartment, the one below yours. Um, that would probably be one of the best purchases, mm. mainly because we got to design it and it served us very, very well. Angie Wu, the jewellery craftsman from episode 18. I have to say the best. It's amazing. You know how humid is Shanghai, right? So I bought this machine. I discovered it by accident on Taobao. And it's actually a blower that connects to a blanket, like a double layer blanket with holes on it. So when you blow for one hour, you put this blanket between your uh, your bed and your mattress and your uh, to bed. And for if you blow it for one hour, it will eliminate all the humidity and uh, dust mite because I'm allergic to all kinds of mites. So the bed will become fluffy, super like a dry, super comfortable. So I've been using that for the last eight years. It's really, really cool. Everyone should have that in Shanghai. Sebastian Denez, the inclusion advocate from episode 11. Uh, the best purchase is actually a Xiaomi vacuum robot it ha- it's so helpful we don't have an IE so <laughs> it it does a lot of work for us uh, in our big apartment and it's just working it's really nice it's cleaning the house every day Eric Olander the journalist from episode 3 a Roomba Oh, you've got one? I got one, and it broke within like two months. I'd say it was the worst one. It was definitely the worst purchase I've ever made in China, bar (laughs) none. The problem is, is that I don't understand the complexity of the return policies, the maintenance policies, and the whole, like, all of that gets into a Byzantine kind of system, and uh, so I still have this broken Roomba in my closet, and I, uh, the best purchase that I've made, which not really a purchase, is, uh, is our little puppy Luna. And Aww. she's from Shanghai Animal Rescue, by the way. So she will be with us as a memory of Shanghai for a, hopefully a very long time. But that is by far the best. Gigi Chang, the translator from episode 24. 
well, it's not exactly a purchase, but I would say adopting and rescuing our dogs and cats. Right. You know. Go on then. What's the menagerie? We adopted one dog off the internet because we saw the picture and it's very cute. And then we kept thinking about that picture and then eventually reach out. And the dog hasn't been adopted. The poor thing. He, he was eight or nine years old when we adopted him. Mm. And then we also picked up、um, a little Yorkie on the street. Oh, just wandering around.、Uh, probably been abandoned.、Mm. Um, she couldn't walk, and she got a big tumor on her breast. No one thought she was going to live for many months, but now we've had her for a year and a half, and she's walking very well. Wow! And then the last animal we picked up was、um, a cat on a rainy day, and he was very, very skinny, but he's actually an enormous cat, and he's got a mustache, <laughs> like.、Uh, Not a certain German leader. Yes. Oh no.、Yeah. <laughs> um, or, or you could say Charlie Chaplin or Freddie、okay. Mercury, but we name him after Magnum PI, so he's called Magnum. Tom Barker, the diplomat from episode twenty-five. I've only had two really bad experiences buying things here, and both of them have been like buying things online because who shops in person these days? One time I ordered something and it just never arrived, which is disappointing. But I also only spent ten kwai, so I didn't actually care. But another time I ordered because I was desperate to get it,、um, a bicycle repair kit because my bike's tire had stopped working properly, and I was like trying to work out why. And I was like, it's probably just got a flat somewhere. I'll get the repair kit, I'll rip out the tire, and I'll work out what's going wrong. So I ordered this thing. They promised they'd deliver it the next day. And sure enough, the next day something arrived, but it was just a tube of glue. But not even bicycle glue, just glue. <laughs> so that that was probably the worst. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, you can fix a bike with glue. I, I can see the logic. <laughs> I, I quite like using my hands. I mean, it's the one thing I do miss about here. So I'm not I'm not a handy person. Don't think that I'm good at these things. But like one of the things I was very proud of in New Zealand was、um, building a deck in the back of our house.、Um, Like the deck is terrifying, and so I wouldn't like ever like try to get any awards for how well it's built. But it was really fun building it. <laughs> I'm very disappointed by how you pronounce that word. With your Kiwi accent, I was expecting something a lot funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Yang E, the broadcaster from episode twenty-one. I usually buy books.、Mm. So you tend to. Buy the actual books. You don't tend to do the electronic version. Oh, I try electronic version. I I, I try Kindle before, but finally I think、uh, the physical book is better. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the same. But maybe we're dying out our generation. Yeah. <laughs> Nini Sum, the artist from episode sixteen. Best purchase. I bought some、uh, artist friends. Um, merchandises like、uh, they sculpted some candles, so it's like a sculpture, but it's also a candle. Then you can burn them, and the sculpture just melts. I think the idea is really cool. It's also something that you can just buy easily. It's like a hundred kwai or something. So this is what I'm talking about. This、uh, new ideas and people are also adapting arts into everyday life and making products. And they make that and sell that, and they have more money and go back and make more ideas. And this is. I like buying stuff like this. Yeah. Gina Lee, the invention company CEO from episode six. Like, I think the best purchase is like the the Apple AirPod headphone, and、uh, I. 
keep telling people that it's such a simple thing, but actually saves a lot of people's life and saved my life. That's it. It think, saved your life. Yeah, because you know how many hours I have to talk on the phone, and if I have to hold the phones on my ear, I get cramp. I get cramp all the time. So that's basically actually the. Most expensive purchase item for the last few years I did. I'm、uh, that type of person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Elfra Jun, the historical researcher from episode twelve. Well, I can definitely say my best purchase was my Xiaomi. I love this phone. It's an extension of my hand, and、uh, my life is within my Xiaomi. Really. And Xiaomi was famous because they have two SIM cards, right? Oh yes, two SIM cards, a really easy plan for、uh, roaming services outside of China. I don't even change my SIM card anymore. I just buy it on the phone. Lexi Comstock, the cookie supplier from episode twenty. Best purchase was definitely my inflatable bathtub. Stop right there. Yeah. Inflatable bathtub. Yeah. Explain. So. Pretty self-explanatory. It's this like circular, not that attractive bathtub that you just use a little pump to inflate. I have a very small shower. I can show you, and unfortunately, that doesn't leave a lot of options for bathtubs. So I looked on Taobao, the best place in the world, and found this light blue inflatable bathtub. And so, oh yeah, just love it. Philippe Gas, the Disney Resort CEO, from episode one. But the best purchase I've made is like a little more than a year ago. I bought a scooter, a Neo scooter. I don't want to make advertisement, but this is amazingly wonderful. It changed my life in in Shanghai on weekends and the freedom that you have to get on it and just、uh, you know go around the French concession or explore the place. I've been biking a lot before that. This is just great, and I love my little bike. I'm going to miss it when I leave. Vivu, the fitness community leader from episode eight. Probably my most expensive and best is probably my scooter. Actually, you know, I can't,、um, I can't Shanghai without it. Emily Madge, the aquarium conservationist from episode fourteen. So I'm addicted to Taobao. You're not the first person <laughs> sat in that chair who said that.、Um, but the best purchase is definitely my scooter. Oh right! Yeah, I love my scooter.、Um, worst purchase, probably some、um, fake red wine I bought from a shop once. <laughs> Clearly in the wrong bottle. It was really? awful. Really? Oh, really? That's interesting. So it does happen because I hear that as a kind of apocryphal tale. It definitely happens. Oh right. Maple Zwar, the comedian from episode two. Oh, I bought the worst one. I bought is a printer. Hmm. Because I thought I'm gonna write more, write more, I'm gonna print it out, but I didn't use it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's just sad. And the、there. oven. Oh, I want to cook, but I didn't. So, oh, the same oh, issue. Oh, impulsive <laughs> buying. I always do that. Should stop it. Simon Minetti, the business leader from episode seventeen.、Mm, apart from the lamp,、um, <laughs> that's the best, right? That's the best.、Uh, my bicycle. Yeah. Greg Nance, the ultramarathon athlete from episode twenty-three. The、uh, let me go to the worst because this is more、uh, more to top of mind. My first trip to China was Beijing in two thousand nine, and I、uh, got a wonderful Mao watch. And it's like you know, Chairman Mao with his two hands, his two arms is like the seconds and minute clock. 
and I, I haggled it down to something like 20 RMB, which I felt like was a pretty good deal because it started out like 200. Um, and by the time I had gotten on the airplane to fly home some eight hours later, the watch had stopped working. And I was like, oh my gosh, like total swindling here. My, my sister still loved the gift. So it, it, it may not have actually been the worst, but that, that comes to mind for sure. Nick Yu, the playwright from episode 13. <laughs> I think that is uh, one teacher. Uh, I think, I forget that is almost 10 years ago uh, in, in Hong Kong. I bought one t-shirt that is so comfortable. So I every day almost I will change this one and use the other one and this one will be back in the second <laughs> day. Sabrina Chen, the dance program curator from episode 26. I think mostly we only purchase goods on Taobao now. However, I moved to a new place. I have to find out what I need for the new place. It's better to see it in person. And I found this place, it's Nidori, and it's Japanese style, so very convenient. I bought plates, pots, the slippers, yeah. Stefan de Monco, the events company CEO from episode 19. I couldn't really think about anything when uh, when you asked me that uh, question, um, simply because I think I'm a people person. So you, you could have asked me, okay, what are uh, the best and, and the worst relationships that you formed here? Um, but I can't really comment on objects because it's not really who I am. Okay, I guess we'll take that as an answer this time. As long as the worst person you've met is not me. <laughs> Thanks for downloading. I hope you've been enjoying these extra shows. As always, I've posted some photos to illustrate some of these answers, so please check out Mosaic of China on Instagram or Facebook, or to join a WeChat listeners group, please add me there on my ID, Oscar10877. In case you didn't listen to the wrap-up episode at the end of Season 1, the reason I thought to put these compilations together in the first place was to kill time before the start of Season 2. The idea being to allow guests to get back to their normal routines in China before we met up for our chat. Well, the idea is half working. I've recorded four episodes of the new season so far, and I have more on their way. But I had hoped that by now there might have been a chance for the borders to reopen so that some of the guests who are stuck overseas might be able to return home to China. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. So now we're already into the second half of these compilations, I need to actually start making some decisions. Hopefully I will have made some of those by the time we're back for the next compilation episode in two weeks, which will be on the topic of China news sources. So I'll see you then. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you too. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you. My pleasure too. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Great to see you too. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you.